We would like to begin this podcast by acknowledging the traditional owners of this land on which we meet today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, as we pay our respects to elders past and present and to the elders of all the lands this podcast reaches. All women are afraid of certain things when it comes to getting health checks. Indigenous women, is a, it's a different story in a lot of cases, particularly if you've been brought up on country in community. It's a lot more of a closed situation. You rely on your aunties, you rely on the elders, they're your aunties, your mothers, your sisters, your grandmothers to give you advice. Taking you out of that situation and putting you into an, a non-Indigenous situation when it comes to the actual screening and such can make it, a woman very anxious. The anxiety will take over. I've seen women flee clinics, actually sitting there, get up and leave because the anxiety has taken over. That's Tani Jones. I'm a proud Guguyumitha woman from the Cape York area. Tani was a participant in the Breast Screen Victoria and the Victorian Aboriginal Community Controlled Health Organisation's recent mobile screening and shore project conducted in partnership with eight Aboriginal Community Controlled Organisations across the state. Well, I received a letter in the mail last year. I turned 50 in October a year ago and I made the appointment uh, to the local hospital that we were told to go to in the letter and uh, I cancelled the appointment. I was too nervous to go. My grandmother had died of breast cancer at the age of 47 and because it then becomes a hereditary issue, I was too afraid to to find out the answer. I was afraid that it was going to say yes. Aboriginal women have lower than average breast screening participation rates in Victoria for a number of complicated reasons. Generally, Aboriginal women have reported health professionals who lack cultural safety knowledge and logistical barriers as negative impacts on screening. This is something we've been working to change here at Breast Screen Victoria to ensure Aboriginal women feel more comfortable, respected and safe during the breast screening process. In these cases, like with the pink van and all the women, you don't want to, to flee. You're happy, you're supported. You're coming in, it's not just the breast screening, no. You're listening to The Screen, the podcast series from Breast Screen Victoria. This is Mafi Kailahi. I am a Wiradjuri woman from Central West, New South Wales, based here at Vacho. In this special episode, we'll look at the ways we've been working with Aboriginal communities throughout Victoria to understand why fewer Aboriginal women are accessing free breast screening services. We'll talk about the importance of community-led initiatives that are driven by the needs of Aboriginal women and steered by Aboriginal organisations and how community-led projects can improve breast screening experiences for Aboriginal women. One such initiative took place in October and November last year when Breast Screen and Vacho went on the road. Our two hot pink mobile screening service vans visited seven Aboriginal Community Controlled Health Organisation sites to conduct free breast screens to women aged 50 and over. As part of this collaborative statewide project, Aboriginal women were offered cultural screening shawls to wear during their mammograms. Each shawl was created specifically for each site. 
Hi, my name's Lisa Joyce. I'm a health promotion officer at Breast Green Victoria. And I'm Susan Forrester. I'm an executive manager at the Victorian Aboriginal Peak Body for Health, VATCHO. Susan and Lisa worked together to lead this incredible project that they started developing over two years ago. It was the end of 2017. We met a woman called Nahina Waratini and she was running an incredible project called Man Auntie Mum and it was a way to bring a cultural uh, perspective and leadership into, into screening. Nahina knew that there, were, there was a cloak that was made with Auckland breast screen mm. um, for Māori women. It's just a great idea. Number one, to feel culturally safe and to be culturally visible. So we wanted to take that idea a giant step up. Aboriginal women are what we consider an underscreen group, meaning they have lower participation rates than the general population. Currently, Aboriginal breast screen participation rates sit at 34.4%, well below the state average of 54%. We're always looking for new ways to make breast screen services more accessible to diverse Aboriginal communities. We'd had a pilot already run in partnership with Victorian Aboriginal Health Service and it had great legs. It was re um, reviewed, it was also evaluated by Deakin University mm. and we knew we had a, a very, very strong project that we wanted to take further. Yeah. So it was really great when I came on. This trial had already happened and it had already been really successful. Um, they ran the trial with 14 Aboriginal women at St Vincent's Breast Screen and as Susan said, we thought that this model and this shawl was a way to um, to expand the service even further and increase breast screening in the whole state of Victoria for Aboriginal women. But we didn't realise all the obstacles that we were going to face. Mm -hmm. um, things like, what material do you use? What does it look like? What size should it be? Mm. How will you incorporate um, design? How will you get the design? How will you work and respect the design? How will it affect the mammography? Yeah, the machine. Machine. Mm. The machine. Mm. We actually worked for quite a long time. We were really lucky that we had um, a beautiful woman called Andrea Casey, who works at Cancer Council Victoria, who was able, who is a dressmaker. Yeah. So we're able to try lots of different prototypes, use lots of different material, and really, and then you know, rope in all of our friends who are working around the buildings with us and get people to model and try it on the, the weight of the material, the feel of the material. How is it going to you know work with your breast? Mm. How are you going to feel um, like safe in it? Yeah, for sure. And then once we had the design, after all the sort of negotiations and consultations that went in with the design, we had to work out how we were going to make each um, shawl special to each area. So then the artwork comes in, which is incredible. And... Um, the Aboriginal organisations on the ground that we partnered with actually went out and ran either competitions or pr approached artists that they knew were in the community who could contribute this amazing artwork that then got printed onto the shawl. And so what we've ended up with is nine different shawls with all tell different stories that are all local to a specific area. But the story of the artwork was um, just as important as the artwork itself and the fact that each community decided um, who was going to represent them. Mm. There's a lot of pride in this project and um, it's, it's, it's really hard to describe, you know, audibly, but there is a lot of pride that happens in this project. Oh, oh putting the shawl on, that was marvellous. That's Tani again. The artwork is absolutely amazing, but it's not just the artwork, it's what it means. And you put it on and it's, it's, it's like having the aunties from long ago give you a great big hug. 
they're holding you and saying, it's okay, we're here with you to do this. It wasn't available to them, but it is for us. Because that speaks again of country, of connection with country. And with a lot of the symbols in Indigenous art, they are definitely referring to country, to women and to men. So it depends on the symbol. With the shawl, these symbols are identifying with women, with our culture, with our Indigenous history, with country. That's what makes it so special. Well, the shore is a really big part of this project. It's not the only part. Cultural safety was of the utmost importance to Breast Green and Vetcho going into this. This project really came down to Breast Green being flexible with our business model and Breast Green really had to come to the party and be willing to sort of change what we're used to in order to better meet the needs of the communities. Yeah, Vetcho um, actually provides cultural safety training. So everyone in the org, and this is um, you know a nod to the CEO, so from the CEO uh, to the receptionist, um, everyone was trained here at Breast Screen and we had our team come over and spend, I think, half a day with everyone. Yeah. Cultural safety training is so important for any mainstream organisation. Um, you just can't underestimate how important it is and I really like how Susan mentioned every level so not just the people that are working on the breast screen van face to face with community but the people that are behind the scenes scheduling the appointments or organising things it's so important that everybody that worked on this project from breast screen side had a really good understanding of why the project was happening and that really gets covered in the cultural safety training when you learn about in order to have that good understanding, you need to have a good understanding of Aboriginal history in this country and issues that Aboriginal people face accessing health services. Like, there's just so much, and that, that training is just so valuable. And, yeah, we're really lucky that Vatra came and, and delivered it to us, and we'll, we'll definitely keep doing that in the future. Before visiting the eight sites, the team spent six months carefully planning to ensure the project was a success and, most importantly, community-led. There's a saying, Aboriginal health is everyone's business but it needs to be grounded in the leadership of, of First Nations people. We need to be able to make space for the knowledge, the self-determinants, the history of colonisation, all of the barriers that, that, that come into that term access and inclusion. So if you want to work in a self-determining way, we have to walk beside, we have to you know that term, walk beside, like we, we need to listen in the first instance and I think that's been a very big you know, aspect of this project for Lisa and I. We're very passionate, we have great ideas but if we don't listen to what's going to work and we don't ask when the right time is and we don't ask what people need individually, it's not going to go anywhere. You know, it's a, it's a big thing to actually listen, to mm -hmm. listen first, come with your idea and listen first and then be flexible and adaptable to what will work on ground. The main reasons that Aboriginal women don't screen is that they don't feel culturally safe at mainstream health services and mainstream breast screen clinics. There's also, yeah, lack of sort of cultural understanding at mainstream clinics. Um, there's also lack of education and awareness in Aboriginal communities about breast screening and also just a lack of access. Breast screen and Vatro worked closely with the eight ACOs and ensured the project was informed by communities. The Aboriginal community-controlled organisations that we partnered with are Dewad Wurrung Elderly and Community Health Service in Portland, the Windamara Aboriginal Co-op, the Gundijamara Aboriginal Co-op, the Rumiak District Aboriginal Corporation in Morwell, the Karay Health Service, 
the Wathorong Aboriginal Corporation, Rumbalara Aboriginal Corporation and Rumiak District Aboriginal Corporation in Sale. We trained up local staff on the ground to work on the van, to be that familiar face for community. I'm George Taylor and I'm a proud Gunjumara woman. As I say, I'm here first in the morning and last at sleep. <laughs> Georgie is a dedicated Aboriginal health practitioner based at Gundijamara. Georgie assisted the mobile screening van visit to her health service. You know, just getting the respect from the people out in the community now makes me, my heart jump, really. Because, you know, I'm not never called aunt and now everybody's called me aunt. I'm going, okay. It's, it's a real big thing in the Aboriginal community, especially then I know that I'm doing my job properly. They're respecting me, they can talk to me about anything and know that I'll deal with what, if they need any help or anything like that. Georgie witnessed firsthand just how important the shores were for women attending screenings. The word is getting out about the shores because of the one that done the design, because she's a local girl and people know her and have seen her paintings and, and they can connect to it. We're nearly through the whole 50 shores already. They can just go and so something's working. She also knows the fears Aboriginal women face when it comes to attending a breast screen clinic and how going onto country helps increase accessibility. We're having trouble getting them to the mainstream clinics. We're here as the standard said that, you know, it's on country. You know, and people know that if they're down here, it's a safe, safe place. They just, you know, they can come, have a yarn, you know, and it's no pressure. And see, the word's getting out from uh, Monday that we're getting more Aboriginal people in now because they're not, they're, you know, if someone else has had it and given them the good word, they're willing to come. Tani Jones, who understands the importance of community support, completely agrees. What changed my mind and made me come here to do this? I started coming to Gunjimara and to the, to the clinic and the women there just so supportive. They, you know, my fears just flowed out of me. I realised I was being ridiculous. I have to look after myself, for my children, for their children. I'm supposed to set an example now. As a 50-year-old Indigenous woman, I need to set an example for the younger ones and say, don't be afraid to do these things. So, you know, they helped me. Um, I came yesterday and I just, yeah, couldn't wait, actually. It was, it was really wonderful, the, the support I was receiving from the health workers and all of those involved in um, the Gundjamara co-op. Speaking with Aboriginal health practitioners in a community-controlled environment meant that Tani felt open and safe to discuss all matters of health. And this is what needs to happen. When the women come in, we need to keep them here. We need to hold them and say, it's okay, you're in a safe place. Now, while you're here, let's talk about this. Have you had this check done? That's when you get these women feeling more confident rather than feeling vulnerable. This is something that needs to be done. Gunda Jamara has done amazing things 
in health and in community. It is the safety issues. Not wanting to bring up history forever and a day, but there's no denying that there is a history with Indigenous women where safety was thrown out the window, where our cultural borders were broken. They have been rebuilt and they are still being rebuilt. And, you know, this would just add to that, to that feeling of, you know, our own, our own space on country. Do something on country and it's a much better, much better result. Tani Jones was one of 160 Aboriginal women screened across the eight Pan Echoes. A huge turnout for an underscreen group. Over 80% of the women screened were either first time or lapsed screeners. But as Susan and Lisa remind us, it's not just about the numbers. We know that the evidence base across, across cancer screening is if, if you screen once, you're more likely, you're most likely to screen again. So the other unique um, aspect of the Shaw Project was that we gifted each shawl to every woman that participated, that they'll use it again to come back or share it with their um, family members to screen. Yeah, obviously the point of breast screening is, is to detect breast cancer early while it's smallest and most easily treated. So detecting breast cancer at these visits is actually a positive thing, even though there's so many negatives that come with it. And I think the awesome thing is that um, some women from communities that did get called back, they became real leaders in the space and posted about it on their own social medias and talked to the community about... I've had this breast screen and I've been called back and um, I'm so lucky that the breast screen van came to my service. I'm so lucky that my health service, you know, encouraged me to go. And because you came through the Aboriginal Community Controlled Health Org that is yours locally, mm. you knew that you would be supported through the journey. We, the, the women were literally driving to their family member's house and going to pick them up and bring them, bring them to have a breast screen. So I think that level of community involvement was just so great. Like, communities are really proud that that they were running this project and they wanted to make sure that every woman in their community got a screen when she had to. So that was the that was such a good outcome. Mm. My favourite little story is going down to Warrnambool, to the Gundijamara community, and Aboriginal health workers and practitioners were heavily involved in the local promotion. And I remember getting down to the site, seeing the amazing van, seeing the buzz happening, a big women's day happening, and seeing a couple of and I won't name them, Aboriginal <laughs> health practitioners with the shawl still on after screening, racing around town like superwoman. That was the best for me. Yeah. I loved that. You know, we had surveys and, and got a lot of feedback and Lisa and I were looking through it all and the words that popped were culturally safe, mm. visible, protected, proud yeah. and beautiful. So... I think that we're thinking yeah. this might be now the beautiful shawl project. And that's just fantastic. Just says it all. You've been listening to The Screen, a podcast from Breast Screen Victoria. If you need to know more about screening or this has brought up any questions for you, you can give Breast Screen Victoria a call on 13 20 50 or jump online to breastscreen.org.au for further information. On behalf of Breast Green Victoria and the Victorian Aboriginal Community Controlled Health Organisation, I'd like to thank all of our partners on this project and all of the guests for speaking with us and to you for listening.